prijs is. Volgens de chauffeur gedraagt Uber zich daarmee als werkgever. Terwijl Uber zelf volhoudt dat het slechts een soort bemiddelaar is tussen klanten en chauffeurs. Het weer, droog en afwisselend stapelwolken en zon, wordt 18 tot 22 graden bij een matige noordwestenwind. Ook de rest van de week vrijwel droog, geregeld zon en met weinig wind iets meer dan 20 graden. Dit was het NOS Journaal. Fietsen is fijn, tot je pech krijgt. Zeker als je zware e-bike opeens niet meer meetrapt. Bij een lekke band of andere pech. Met Wegenwachtfiets heb je het snel weer goed voor elkaar... en kun jij gewoon weer doorfluiten of uh, doortrappen. Alles voor de fiets vind je op anwb.nl slash fiets. Je luistert naar... Listen to Voice of Niger on Radio Razo... every Monday from 6 o'clock to 10 o'clock in the morning... for your spiritual lessons and upliftment. For community news, your interviews, special requests and others... Tune into 105.2 MHz ETA and 103.8 MHz on camera. We delight and entertain you. Hey, we also have more stuff coming your way. We have business matters. We have social and educational matters. We have health and healing matters. We also have legal matters. For more information, call us on 020-368-1968. We delight and entertain you. Voice of Niger on Radio Razo every Monday from 6 to 10 a.m. Razo! Voice of Ninja is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise. Anyone can catch Corona. Corona does not discriminate. Stay at home. Only go out if you must. Always keep one and a half meter distance. Obey the rules. You risk a fine of up to 400 euros per person if you don't. For more information, visit our website. Amsterdam.nl slash coronavirus. It's summer and the holiday activities are here again. Once more, Swazum Welzine is offering and organizing fun and pleasant activities for both young and old. Summer is the time to take a vacation, to relax, to do fun things with family, friends and neighbors. For more information, visit www.swazum.nl or our Facebook and Instagram pages. Praise as we so. Oh, 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 
of your hands, sing it with me. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, you overwhelm me. Your power and your presence, Lord. Your power and your presence, we yes, oh, 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 oh. We worship you. Good morning to you, all our fans. This is Radio Voice of Niger. My name is Apostle Helen Rodokina, alas, Lady Agwabuma of Radio Voice of Niger. This morning we are coming on your way and we thank God that you are out there and you and your family, you are being blessed and blessed real good. This is another day that the Lord has given unto us and we will just be glad in Him because we are alive in the land of the living despite COVID-19. Well, here with me on this show, as you know, is our own popular uh, and anointed apostle, Larry yes. Dorke. Okay, no. Good morning once again, all our friends. <laughs> Good to be with you again. So shortly we'll be bringing to you the tips for the day. And uh, we want you to just uh, you know, hang on there and enjoy all that we have. Remember, this is our gospel inspirational time, so we will be setting you up with uh, our gospel music and the word of God and prayer uh, so that your day will be blessed because there's nothing we can do without God first, which would go well. So I thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you just stick around because we have so many things in the pipeline. Thank you. Join me as we commit this 
program into the Lord's hands. Shall we pray? And God, we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. For your goodness, thank you for another day and another week. Thank you that day after day, moment after moment, your mighty hands have been carrying us. And once again, we ask for this grace to be made available as we go through this day and this week and the rest of this month. Grant that what we're going to do today will carry life, will carry hope, power, and transformation into somebody's life. Speak through this channel to us, even as you will. And take the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. for him and I pray that it will bless your soul and pep you up for the day which has just begun. Fill yourself with the presence of God. The seal of your life with the presence and the power of God you will never regret it. No matter the storm that comes your way, you will prevail.
I'm going to bring you the sum of today and then in the next uh, 10 or so minutes the word of God will be coming away the miracles of Jesus by Apostle Hela Ruth Dokeno You've got times in our seasons in your head Today's psalm is taken from the 16th psalm of the Bible it's the psalm of King David just preserve me, O God, for indeed do I put my trust. O my soul, thou hast said unto the Lord, thou art my Lord, my goodness extended not to thee. But to the saints that are in the earth, and to the excellent in whom is all my delight. Their sorrow shall be multiplied who hasten after another God. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, nor take up their names into my lips. The Lord is a portion of mine inheritance, and of my cup thou maintainest my lot. The lions are falling unto me in pleasant places. Yea, I have a goodly heritage. I will bless the Lord who have given me counsel. My reigns also instruct me in the nice seasons. I have said the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoiceth. My flesh also shall rest in hope. For thou will not leave my soul in hell, neither neither will thou suffer thy holy one to see corruption. Thou will show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy and at thy right hand there are pleasures evermore.
you this is radio voice of Niger transmitted right now on radio razo 105.2 megahertz on ether 103.8 on cable you are listening to a gospel inspirational segment bringing you gospel music and tidbits from the word of the lord very shortly we'll be bringing to you the miracles of jesus and also additional segment bringing you empowering and invigorating word of the Lord.
you for watching and uh, those of you who have been joining this broadcast, uh, I thank you and I bless your holy name. I, I bless you for tuning in, I mean, and, uh, and you are going to have a very powerful time even as we have tuned in. Let's pray. Father, we bless you and we thank you for this opportunity. It's always a privilege to come through this, through this so God waves so to talk to your people. I'm so grateful for what you are going to do. Lord, it's a new day and we thank you as we submit our strength unto you. Give us the power, Lord, to be able to speak that, which, oh God, will be meaningful to your people. And let, oh God, there not be any demarcation between me and them. I pray that through this capitalized that men shall be returned back unto you, that people who are broken at this shall be amended, and that you, oh God Almighty, will comfort them and draw them closer unto you. And those who are seeking for one way or the other for your hand, Lord, in help that you minister unto them, the sick they shall be healed. We thank you that there is power in your world as, as it goes forth out of these lips of clay that you will all go from your own. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Yes, thank you once again. And uh, I want to speak on a, 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 a very sh short, uh, uh, what do I call it, word of exhortation with the Lord placed in my heart this wonderful time. The, the topic is on um, we need it, we need each other we need each other as we are in this uh, pandemic we need each other even without the pandemic we still need each, each other because I have seen that when you want to walk a lot in life you cannot go very 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 far if you want to really go far in life you need to walk with people you need to walk with people and not every every person, but you have to identify those who are real friends. Because these days we have so many counterfeit friends. They fake to be friends, but they are not really friends. So identify those who really mean your, who really are good, who 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 when you share your passion, they would fail for you and they want to run alongside with you. Not those who make a mockery and a jest of what God has placed in your hand to do. The Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 24, it says, a man that had friends must show, show himself friendly. And there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. That's where I'm going. A friend that sticketh closer. He sticketh closer than a brother. So sometimes we come in contact with some friends who are closer to us than our biological brothers and our biological siblings. So we have such friends. They are out there. People that you can confide in. People who are ready to pay the price just to see that you go to your next level. And we also have those who are counterfeit. When you have those who understand you, who are fighting for your cause, they are bona fide friends. Those are the people who you can bring so close and share the things that God has put in your heart. Share your visions. Share your dreams. These are the ones who are ready to give a helping hand for you to go to your next level. But many times, they are very hard to find. The sort of friends don't stick uh, they don't stick in crowds. When they come into your life, 
they will just come. They can be one or two in your lifetime. Because when we go about, we pack all of those people that crowd around us, and then uh, and then we think those are friends. Mm, they are not, honestly. Because when you need them, that's the time you will find out that they are not friends. They will give you every excuse why they can't support you. They will mock you behind you. They will laugh and scorn you at your failure. They will be the first to slap. They will be the first to want to humiliate you. Why they say something different in your presence, in your absence, they ridicule you. They join your opponents to make sure that they pull you down. They will give your opponents tips on how you will come down because your progress makes them envy. You don't know? When you laugh, they are not happy. Even though they are clustering you, whatever you have, you are trying to share it with them, they are never satisfied. Those are not the sort of friends that, that I'm, I want to talk about today. When I'm talking about us needing each other, I'm talking about us looking in the community, looking among our, our those who are hanging around and finding those who can really be true friends. And those are the people that when the time that you need them are there, they will come for you. And when they need you, don't fail to be there for them. The Bible tells us of such a friend or such a person, the first has to be Jesus. When you have him, you have everything in your life. He's a friend that still gets better than a brother. That's Jesus. At any time you need him, at any time you need him, Jesus is always ready. It doesn't matter how down you are, he will pick you from that down. It does not matter how guilty you may find yourself, as long as you open up your mouth and confess that, he will forgive you. It's a friend that's ticket better than a brother. You can afford to put your confidence in the man Jesus. And you see, you need you need him as just just like he also will need you to open up your mouth and testify about the goodness of him and bring other souls into the kingdom of God. Now, I give us an example of a man that really had good friends and eventually those friends had to come to his aid. In the book of Luke chapter 5, from verse 18 and 20, the Bible tells us, it says, and behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with a palsy. Palsy is a sort of paralysis, especially accompanied by involuntary tremor. So it jakes, it makes people to jake. So, and they sought, these people brought a man with palsy, and they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. They, they discovered that Jesus was somewhere, and they know that everywhere that Jesus goes, he heals the sick, he raises the dead. So when they saw that their friend had a problem, he had a problem and he could not help himself, and the crowd have occupied where Jesus was, and there was no means for them to enter into the arena. What did they do? He said, and when they could not find way to go in, way to bring him 
Because the multitude were so much, they went upon the house top, that's the roof, and let him down through the tilling with his catch into the mist before Jesus. So that means they, they looked for a way, climbed the roof of the house, and then began to drop the man gently with his catch. They dropped the man, they, they made sure the man landed in the midst in front of Jesus. I want you to examine the strength that must have gone out of them, the tactics, the time that must have been consumed. You see, when, you, when people begin to discover that they need others to achieve in life, they need others to support in life, they need others to be successful, they will not be putting up the sort of counterfeit behavior that they are putting up. This man was handicapped. This man had palsy. This man could not help himself anymore. This man had been, you know, this man had been, you know, constrained only to bedridden. That he was now waiting to die. Waiting, that was the, the next thing for him. To be written off. He's been written off, but his friends refused. Not the family, friends. The Bible says, and friends brought him. The friends. Oh, may the Lord, as you are listening to me at this moment, may the Lord give you good friends. As you are listening to me this moment, may the Lord connect you to good friends. May you yourself begin to desire to be a better person. Hallelujah. When you look around your neighborhood, when you look around you, what are the needs? You are finding. How are you supporting those who are in need? More especially in this pandemic period. How are you helping those who have lost precious ones under the influence of COVID-19? What are you doing to support and to help and to be a blessing? In what assistance are you giving to people around you? Or you just cruise along your car, you alone, and you zoom off and you go. Thank God you are healthy and you are alive. But do you know when it's going to be your turn? When you find yourself, you are opportune to influence something that will make somebody happy. What do you do? Do you turn your back? and join the against people, against that person who is depending on you to help him to go to the next level. When it is a time to go and cast, maybe, maybe, maybe a friend, somebody is trusting you for his next level, what do you do? Is it a time to conspire against that person and join up with the against people just to make sure that you bring the person down? What do you do? Let us learn from the experience of these friends who brought this man to Jesus. The Bible said, and when he saw their faith, who? Jesus. When he saw their faith, he said unto the man, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Jesus could not believe that they could still be friends who could be so intimate, who could make such 
an effort to drop their friend, drop him from the center of the roof down to the ground where Jesus was standing just for the man to have life. I believe they said, even if that would be the last love we want to show to this man, let us do our last and let it be that he didn't recover. But good that then, when the man landed in front of Jesus, the man received back life. You see, you need to give somebody a push to get to the next level of that person. You don't need to allow the person to die and to die in agony, to die and to die in hunger, to die and die in joblessness, when you have the privilege to influence the life of somebody. I give us another scripture to buttress what I'm speaking about this morning. In John chapter 11, we learned about Lazarus, how Lazarus died. We learned everything about Lazarus being a very good friend of Jesus. Lazarus, Mary and Martha, everybody knew them because even their village was known because of their influence with Jesus. But a time came, Lazarus was the only son among these two sisters. So nobody, told, nobody spoke about their, their parents. But what we know is that Bethany became known for, you know, a place of Mary and Martha and Lazarus. So they had great influence. They were influential and they were friends of Jesus. And Jesus was always going to Bethany because of them. But Lazarus became sick. And the sick, the sickness, claimed the life of of Lazarus. Eventually he died. While the sisters were waiting for Jesus to come, Jesus did not come at that time. So it became like, hmm, your friend, you needed him and he was nowhere. The, the, the friend you guys were dining with, he, he was nowhere to be found when your only brother was sick. So that could have left bitterness in their heart. But somewhere along the line, Jesus heard about the sickness of Lazarus and could not go because Jesus wanted to prove a point somehow. So eventually when Jesus now decided to go to, 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 to Bethany, they had already buried Lazarus. So the professional mourners were still all hanging around, just like when they had buried people. So people don't normally leave them. Others are still hanging around for some couple of days. So Lazarus had already stayed four days. In the grave. So eventually when Jesus came to the scene and everybody was crying and crying and crying and crying and crying and they were wondering if he were to be here, our brothers wouldn't have died and others began to gossip and he said he can heal people. Why didn't he come at the right time? They were all making all of those mouths. Jesus looked. The Bible said he wept and he went to the stone. He went to the, the side they have laid Lazarus. He went to that side and then, you know, with that groaning heart, broken spirit, Jesus said to the people around, take away, take away the stone that you have laid on top of his grave. Take it away. Take it away. They began to give excuses. Jesus said, I said, take it away. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. 
And the Bible said in verse 40 of that, uh, John 11, verse 40, and they took away the stone from the place where the dead was laid. They took away the stone. You see, Jesus had all power. He knew what he could have done. He knew how he would have called a man forth from the grave without even with the stone and everything still, you know, still intact. But he wanted that they should do some certain things. He wanted that those around should do some certain things. So there's a time in our life, there's a time in the life of people when they're not able to help themselves, and that's why we need each other. There's a time I may not be able to do what I'm used to doing for myself, and I need you. And There'll be a time you will not be able to do yours, and you will need me. This man who passed on, he was no more able. I mean, no matter how he desired to live, he was not able to give himself life. No matter how the sisters had desired him to live, because he was the only son, they were not able to give him life. Jesus himself got there. Jesus didn't want to do the job all alone because he believes that there are things we need to do if we need to see his presence. If we need to be revived, if we need to recover, if we need to prosper, if we need to excel, there are things we ourselves, there are things that must be done. That means he, Jesus will not do it all. So if you are in a condition, in a situation where you cannot help yourself, God expects that those around you, those who have been your friends, and that's why I'm talking about real friends, those who are your real friends, who are around you, who know what has been your problem, that's the time they're supposed to stand in the gap for you. They are supposed to stand in the gap and provide. They're supposed to make every effort to make sure that you are being sustained. They don't need to throw in their towel and just give up on you. They are the time, that's the time they're supposed to make attempt to take away the stone, to take away the, the, the hindrances that are preventing you not to live, to take away the hindrances that are making you not to, to not to go forward, to take away the hindrances that are making you not to prosper. We need each other. You need me, I need you. You, you need good friends to stand and be a hedge around you. The family members of Lazarus couldn't do that. I mean, the sisters could not do that. They could not. Because if they had known that, it just, it just, it just, they couldn't call forth. I mean, they couldn't call forth their brother to come back to life. They could not. And they just wanted that Jesus would do everything when Jesus, uh, uh, Jesus comes eventually. Maybe, maybe who knows if he will call for our brother. We don't know. We, we don't know because the guy is gone. But Jesus said, do your own part while I do my own part. What does that mean to you in this COVID time, in this pandemic? You're supposed to open up your eye very wide. Look around. Who would you be a support to? Take away the stone. Take away the stone. Take away the stone that is hindering somebody else not to live. Take away that which is a source of pain in the life of somebody else and give them joy. Don't be, don't, don't, don't enjoy when others are down. 
Don't enjoy it when others have failed. Don't enjoy when others have, have, have been disappointed. Don't be a, 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 a celebrant of sadness when you see other people sad and sorrowful. That's the time you jubilate and that's the time you're in your best. No, don't be. Don't be. Give assistance. Give assistance to those who need it. Give food to those who need it. Put food. Put, put smile in the faces of people each day you live. Provide for the have-nots. Don't, don't see your neighbor who have lost job because many people have lost their jobs in this season of pandemics. They have lost their jobs. And then you know they have no food. And instead of you to provide for them, you just wave, say, never buy. You're not removing stones. You're not. You're hardened. You saw those who are sick. Instead of you giving a helping hand, like, call the ambulance, call the ambulance, call the ambulance. Yes, call the ambulance for them. You just okay. You've not seen your neighbor for two or three days. You'd never care to know whether he's still alive. As long as you can enter your car and drive away. Take away the stone. Take away the stone. Take away the stone from people's life. The source of their pain. The source of their grief. That which is adding to their sorrow. Take it away and give somebody joy. Assist to give somebody joy. Assist to put a smile in the faces of people. Assist to sponsor those who have no ability to train their children. Assist to sponsor and help their kids to go to school. Now they are alive. Now you have the substance. Assist somebody else. Let me know. Let me just mention it here. Let me. A good friend, they are called Bonafide. They are those who open up their heart and tell you the truth, even if it hurts. That's how you know a good friend. Those who come to your rescue during your deepest time of crisis, not those who desert you, not those who go clue, clue, clue. I'm going through a process right now, but you see, there are those I expect to say, oh, wow. Did it happen? But there are others who are laughing and, and scorning. And then they say, oh, will she be the only one that is always there? Yeah, 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 we also must go there. And there are those who have hibernated. They, they act as if they don't know. And then they wait until the time is over, and then they come again to this office, pretend to be friends. As you have heard this, Please be a genuine.
Hello, fellow Nigerians. My name is Apostle Helen Rudokino, as you know, transmitting from Radio Voice of Nigeria. Radio Voice of Niger. I will be bringing to you uh, shortly uh, uh, an extract uh, from the speech of uh, the ambassador. Uh, Oji Imanute Ngofa, the ambassador of Nigeria to the Netherlands, uh, who made a speech during the town hall uh, meeting which was held last Saturday, the 18th uh, of, of July. So those of you who were not present, uh, you really missed a lot. So, uh, but I think it's very important that uh, uh, we also play it on the air so that uh, other Nigerians who couldn't come could at least hear our own ambassador's voice and feel his passion. So stay tuned because we'll be bringing that to you shortly. Thank you. is the ambassador of Nigeria, Ambassador Oji Imanute Ngofa, speaking or addressing us uh, during the town hall meeting. I my heartfelt condolences to those who would lost their loved ones here in, either here in Netherlands or in Nigeria due to this dreaded COVID-19. May the souls of the departed rest in the bosom of the Lord. It is my fervent prayer that no Nigeria will suffer from this virus again in the Netherlands. In the same token, I want to express my sincere gratitude to the leadership of the United Nigeria Platform, UNP, and Reverend Helen for their patriotic contributions to vulnerable Nigerians during the worst days of the lockdown. These wonderful Nigerians were everywhere in collaboration with local NGOs in reaching out to our brothers and sisters who will leave materials in the true spirit of being one's brother's keeper. This is worthy of emulation by all of us. We are proud of them and we thank them immensely. As you are aware, this is my maiden town hall meeting with the Nigerian community since my assumption of office nearly three years ago. The importance of this kind of meeting cannot be overemphasized. 
I believe this is the only way I can brief you on the activities of the embassy and to have direct feedback from Nigerians. This engagement could have come much earlier than now, but for the unfortunate events within the Nigerian community that thwarted every positive move, where we tried the best we could to find an amicable resolution of the crisis. So among patriotic elements for selfish reasons, just as they are still trying to do relentlessly, did everything possible to undermine our resolve. At the end of it all, and to the glory of Almighty God, we succeeded in reorganizing the Nigerian community here in the Netherlands. With the inauguration of the new leadership of UNP, with the inauguration of the new leadership of uh, UNP in November last year, let me mention that the embassy could not have succeeded without the support and backing of every well-meaning Nigerian in the Netherlands. I'd like to take this opportunity to once again thank all of you for your courage and for the patriotism you displayed during the period. Permit me to share with you what the embassy has been doing since my assumption of office. Diplomatically, we have achieved quite some modest, we've recorded quite some modest achievement in improving the relations between Nigeria and the Netherlands. It has never been so good between the two countries. Some of you may recall that we hosted our president in July 2018 when he came to deliver a keynote speech at the International Criminal Court on the 20th anniversary of the court. Only last November, the Dutch Prime Minister also visited Nigeria. In addition to that, the Dutch Foreign Minister and his International Development Cooperation counterpart were in Nigeria in January and July 2019. These are high-profile visits, which has improved the trade and economic and diplomatic relations between Nigeria and the Netherlands. And of course, I must not forget to mention the upgrade of the Dutch trade office in Lagos to a full-fledged consulate with the appointment of a consul general right now in Lagos since 2019, which I believe will facilitate trade and commerce between the two countries. These visits have also crystallized in tremendous economic benefits and investment worth millions of euros, generating millions of employment in Nigeria. This is the first time such has been recorded in the history of our relations between Nigeria and the Netherlands. Another area that we have recorded improved relations is consular matters. By that I mean deportation of undocumented Nigerians staying illegally in the Netherlands. Prior to this time, I was told Nigerians were subjected to forceful deportation. I can tell you that all that is now in the past. We have worked to ensure full implementation of the cooperation signed between the two countries. There is no more arbitrary deportation of Nigerians because the embassy works in sync with the, with the IND. In furtherance of the excellent relations between the embassy and the IND, I took a tour of two detention centers in Rotterdam and Amsterdam last year to acquaint myself with the conditions in those centers. I had hoped to visit other centers this year, but for COVID-19 and of course for other issues
challenges that I will mention earlier. On evacuation of stranded Nigerians in the Netherlands, we have, we have been collaborating with Air France through our embassy in France. I am pleased to inform you that some Nigerians have actually been evacuated from the Netherlands through the process. Our embassy in France is coordinating the exercise because the number of persons that registered in Netherlands was too low to have direct flight from here. This is an ongoing exercise. So those who are still interested and we wish that um, they become part of this process of evacuating them due to the COVID-19 pandemic can still register online to the embassy. You will all agree with me that the embassy has been proactive in its engagement with the Nigerian community. There have been marked improvements and commitment in service delivery, especially in the immigration section of the embassy. I am told that Nigerians appreciate our current state of affairs in the department. As a leader, the people are my constituents, and I preach this to officers all the time. I can assure you the embassy will always be there to protect the interest of Nigerians in the Netherlands in any way we can. You might have also noticed recent changes in the visa section. Not only has the visa processing changed, also changed is the visa fee. Before the commencement of a new visa regime in February, the embassy called a stakeholders meeting, including UN, UNP and NIDO, to sensitize them on the changes. Let me assure you that these changes are in line with global standards and aimed at ensuring efficient service delivery. The passport section of the embassy has since reopened following the COVID-19 lockdown. However, we are faced with a huge backlog of pending applications. For that reason, there will be slight delay in people getting their passports. The situation has been compounded by the broken down of cameras and other accessories as a result of uh, disuse during this period. Nonetheless, we are determined to get a replacement as soon as possible, and I therefore appeal to applicants to bear with us at this crucial time. The embassy's pursuit of the federal government policy on citizens' diplomacy cannot be achieved without a well-organized community. To that extent, the embassy will continue to support the United Nigerian Platform and NIDO in our collective drive to project the image of Nigeria in the Netherlands. As I always say, I'm only a diplomatic officially recognized envoy of the president. For me, every Nigerian in the Netherlands is our ambassador because whatever we do affects the image of our great country, positively or negatively. For that reason, we must individually and collectively always portray ourselves to be good ambassadors of Nigeria and in the best interest of our country. Furthermore, I wish to reaffirm Embassy's commitment to identify with the Nigerian community through the platform of UNP for the advancement of our national interest in the Netherlands. The Embassy will, the embassy will in any way possible 
support the proposed Nigeria Cultural Day by UNP, which will go a long way in showcasing our rich cultural heritage. I believe the event will also be a rallying point to foster unity among the diverse elements within the Nigerian community. I therefore call on all Nigerians to actively participate to make the event a great success. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, great patriots, let me use this opportunity to once again appreciate the leadership of UNP and the Board of Advisors and the entire Nigerian community for the determination to attend this meeting. It was my desire to hold this event every quarter, but I'm told that the next one will be in Breda in two weeks. I hope that the coronavirus would have disappeared then <laughs> and allow us to be there. Let me also espouse my sustained support for the new leadership of UNP. This is the only way that we can succeed as a people here, is to have a platform that will have the support and the force of all of us and the force of implementing our collective aspirations. There can be no meaningful engagement with the Nigerian community without an organized platform. You all fought for it, and therefore, the onus is on all of us to support and nurture it to succeed. Let me conclude by restating that I have an announcement to make and to say that for everything that has a beginning has an end. I therefore want to use this opportunity to inform you that my call of duty as the ambassador has come to an end. That means I will be returning to Nigeria very soon. It is my desire to see UNPT, the UNP to maturation. Yes, I am pleased with the achievement so far within a short period, but I can assure you that I will be leaving you with full memories and nostalgia. My thoughts and prayers will continue to be with you to continue to pursue our greatness because we are a great people. Lastly, I wish to urge all of you to remain law abiding and be good ambassadors of our great country. That's the only way we can fight the image problem of our country. We must not allow the few bad eggs amongst us to tarnish the image of our great country. We are a good people. We have a great country. Tomorrow can only be better. I will make all information about my departure available to the leadership of UNCP. I have been proud to be and to work with all of you. It has been an amazing experience for me. Thank you and God bless you. So, that was a short uh, extract from our own ambassador in Goffa. So, we have heard it now, all Nigerians, that um, there have been improvement of trade relationship with uh, diplomatic ties with the Netherlands, so with our with our own embassy as well. So they also encourage that uh, passport. Uh, those who want to do their passports to begin to uh, visit the embassy again after a long time of shutdown because of um, uh, the COVID-19. 
So work have resumed at the embassy, so in case your passport has been there, you can now go and collect them, even though it's going to take a bit of time. Mm -hmm. So because he said that many things have piled up down there. So they also have a better working relationship with the Ministry of Justice. In other words, the way they were before repatriating our people, they are no more doing those things now. So except maybe you really have failed the government of Netherlands desperately. So uh, that is also an improvement. He encouraged that every Nigerian should to live an exemplary life, live as an ambassador, because that's the only way we can change any wrong image, which which we must have been incurred by the few uh, bad eggs that have spoiled our name. He said also that uh, we must encourage. Uh, Cultural Day, we must support the Cultural Day which the UNP will be hosting any moment. Uh, that will make us distinguished and people can know exactly uh, who we are as Nigerians. So he, he, gave, he gave thanks to uh, the new leadership of um, UNPL for what they are doing, with the, what they've done so far within the short period. Also commended uh, some leaders who have worked very hard in this COVID-19 uh, period to help the have-nots, share food to the have-nots, like Reverend Helen Dockeno and others. So uh, he rounded up by telling us that uh, uh, we should maintain that good name of Nigerians and uh, know that his hands are open to render advice and uh, to give full support to any Nigerian who is excelling uh, and living up to expectation. So he also informed us that uh, he has been called home, has been called back to Nigeria. That means he, his, his, his tenure has uh, uh, finished. So that really grieved every one of us. And uh, we, we pray that the Lord will take him back safely uh, to Nigeria and uh, maybe redeploy him into another distance. So that is uh, uh, what it is now. Also, such a good man uh, he has been called back. But within the short period uh, Ambassador Ngoff has stayed, his impact has been felt. He's yeah, so a very nice ambassador. He is so so he has down, left some legacies. Of course, I mean, you met him, isn't it? Yeah, he's We've met him many times. Friendly and, uh, yeah, I, I, I just regret that uh, his stay has is coming to an end so soon. Yes. You know, good people like that who have a good connection mm. and rapport with yes. the community yes. or to be there. Yes. So they can galvanize the people, exactly. get things moving. You yes. Know? And uh, it's a pity. Uh, nonetheless, we're grateful for the short time. Exactly. He's been on duty. Yes. To serve uh, the Nigerian people. Yes. Yes. Thank you. So we want to wish him well. Uh, wish him well. Word, uh, yeah. Assignment. Yes. And uh, we hope to see him again, meet him again somewhere, somewhere, we'll someday, somewhere. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's it for now. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll take a short musical break and then we'll introduce our very final segment for today. So, still, so we're featuring Mr. Eben, a powerful anointed gospel music. You know. You're not a man, no. You're not a 
to Mr. Aben, Minister Aben, and uh, in the next couple of minutes, we'll be introducing our very, you know, uh, a final segment, but we'll be talking about corrective possibilities for children with nutritional deficiencies, so we'll be putting that on shortly, and we hope you enjoy it. Television Network. My name is Reverend Helen Dokeno. Today we are going to discuss on corrective possibilities for children with 
nutritional deficiencies. I believe you have heard us discuss a lot about the first 1,000 days of life of a child and how a child can have a healthy lifestyle in all aspects. So today we have uh, a seasoned doctor, Dr. Jean-Marie Hamet, who is a pediatrician from the Amsterdam Municipality Healthy Service, GKD, popularly known. So she is alive in the studio and she will be doing justice to this very topic. So permit me to introduce her to you and feel very, very free to give us a call on the studio line and interact with her and with me. So welcome, Dr. Welcome, Dr. Jean-Marie. Very honored, thank you. Yes, now um, uh, we were discussing, um, I've seen some certain things in the migrant community, you know, when it has to do with uh, uh, mother and, and child yeah. and, and their relationship. So I, I see that sometimes some kids can be so depressed and also they, they, they manifest this kind of anxiety, you know, around them. And then I wonder, how come? Is there anything that a mother can do to calm a child? <laughs> yes, <laughs> but of course, depending on the age, huh? yeah. if we talk about little babies, it's yes. different to, to, um, to soothe than, uh, than an older child. But let's start with the baby then, yes. the baby age, under one year. Yeah. It's a very important that in the first months, the child gets w safely attached to the mother mm -hmm. and feels that if the mother is close by, the child is attached yes. and safe and doesn't have to feel <coughs> fear. Yes, okay. Yes. Another thing is that, um, and then if the child really uh, cries a lot or is, um, uh, then of course it's very important to realize that a baby is the only way they can express themselves is to cry. So um, crying, uh, of course, um, is important to make a predictability for that, that the child knows that my mother always reacts patience, always react soft and sweet yes and that uh, there's also a regularity in the day that the baby recognizes has enough sleep <coughs> it's me. very important mm -hmm. so these all these things are very important that the child is calm and in balance but when the child becomes a little bit older they can have quite some uh, fears huh? they think in a more magical way they think if the mother goes away for a second that the mother might not come back because they don't understand yet that things that disappear come back too so huh, when you put them in bed and you go away they might cry a lot because they don't understand that yeah, the mama comes yeah, back yeah, 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 yeah. or when she in daycare or you know whatever situation yeah this anxiety that kids have is, is normal, but it's important that um, um, also there is predictability. Mm -hmm. That the mother, um, um, that the child knows that if my mother brings me away, there will be somebody else who takes care of me. My mother will always do a little puzzle before she goes, and I know she will always try, she will always come back. So yeah. um, it's important then, or, uh, you know, it's important that the child feels safe. So, and that already starts very early in life, wow. really in the first months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's this child that I know. Yeah. This child, <laughs> she can be smiling with you because the mother is there. But one second the mother goes to use the ladies. Yes. This child is something else. She will cry. My or God. She will be a fear. She, so that is fear. 
Is she fear or what what happens? And because I don't know what will make her to begin to yell and yell and yell oh. and yell and yell, you know? She, so she cries uncontrollably oh. until the mother comes back. Yeah. In a situation like this, how can you how can this child be helped? Yeah. How old is the child? The child is uh, within this age we are talking about. Oh, so really small. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also, of course, about depending on... About one year how... plus. One year plus. Maybe okay. about... But still yes. very small, eh? Yeah. So they're still too small to understand what is happening, you know? Mm. That if the mother goes away, that she comes back. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think it's very important that um, um, the mother um, explains... Uh, you know, the far they can understand and mm. say, like, I go now even weg. I will go for a second. You stay with this lady yeah. who is very patient. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we'll go back uh, and, and I will be back uh, very soon. And every time, um, and, and of course, a child might, it's also depending on the situation. If this child is always with the mother uh -huh. and the mother is during the day not working and the child is not used to daycare center or whatever, yeah, yeah. then it's for a child very disruptive if a mother is out of view, just like that. And really? So if, if this is a child that is already used to, to many settings um, um, outside uh, the home situation, then the children in general are less uh, afraid yeah, when the mother yeah, goes away. So. Yeah. Um, at this age, very important to to have some tr um, um, as, uh, abilities and creativity as a parent to distract your child. Okay. For example, make them sleep with something they feel really comfortable with—a little beer or a little little animal, you know, little mm. um, yeah, what do you call it? a little the, beer or yeah. teddy beer. Or, yeah. So, and that you can the mother can make the the beer also cuddle it, and that the child feels that if the mother is gone. The beer is still there, oh. and the beer is also very important. So the beer will be part of the triangle of the family. Will be part of the mother, father, child uh, situation. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So if yeah. the beer comes everywhere, and the mother then goes away for a second, mm -hmm. and the beer is still there, yeah. so the beer takes care of you. And the beer, then it might help the child too. Hmm. So there are different ways. Every child is different, of course. Yeah. But it's important that the child knows there, there is uh, predictability in that. Um, there's a basic trust of the child already born, already started in the first year mm -hmm. that whatever happens, the mother is around, although she goes for a second to the loo. Really? To the ladies. Wow. Yeah. Because sometimes I go about wondering, why would this child be crying like this, you know? Yeah. She easily switches her emotions. She's so happy now, then the next minute, it's like something else. Yeah. And, uh, well, that is common to small children, of mm. course. Eh? Their emotions change very fast. Another thing is that the child um, uh, around two or a little bit before that will start checking where are the limits, how far can I go, mm -hmm. you know? Because yeah. they, when they are a baby, they feel as if they're part of the mother. They mm -hmm. feel as if they're just like the hand or the arm, they're part of the mother, as yeah. if they're one organism. Okay. But then when they become older, like more than a year or one and a half year, they start noticing that they have their own way of moving and they have their own and they can walk away or they can not want to eat or they can just scream and, and not. And they start discovering that they have their own personality apart from the mother. Okay. That makes a child also in the beginning sometimes a little bit afraid. So they have a phase where they go through to that like, 
what's happening is changing. Yeah, and, okay. Uh, so this is kind of a new situation for the child. And mm -hmm. that's why the the emotions can change very quickly. Yeah. And um, they try, they don't understand, they cannot control their feelings. So if they start to be afraid, they cannot control and self-regulate it mm -hmm. and say, okay, it's going to be fine. Huh? Yeah. When you're older, you can tell yourself, like, yeah. Yeah. count until 10 and then it will be fine. But a child cannot do that. So yes. there's the mother or the people around to help the yeah. child. Yeah. And if the child is already helped a lot, mm -hmm. then at some time there will be a basic trust that the fear never has to go that deep because they know the trust is always there. There's always somebody to care. Yeah. Um, typically for the age of two uh, mm -hmm. is also they call it the terrible two. Eh? Okay. They terrible, say it's okay. also like that the child will say no to everything or when it wants something, it will fall on the ground and do everything and scream until yes. it gets what it wants. That is which uh, is also normal. Very manipulative. But very difficult. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's normal and yeah. it's difficult for parents and. Um, it's important that um, one thing I, in most of the cases, if I, if I see it's a normal situation, I always make a compliment to the parents mm -hmm. because I say, if the child is testing you in this way, it means that it's really well attached to you. Mm -hmm. Because if the child would not feel at home or not feel safe with, with somebody, the parents, uh, yes. they would be fro it would be obedient and it would sit like this. Mm -hmm. If a child is comfortable and safe with their parents, the people they love, they can also show and let their feelings go. Okay. And they know the parent will help again to uh -huh. to be there. Yeah. So um, it's testing. Unconsciently, of course, yeah. not with intention. Yeah. What, how far they can go, and uh, and if the parents stay calm and yeah. just distract a lot, mm -hmm. like um, before they see it coming, because at some age you start to see this is going to be a conflict, or now it's going to be crying. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Yeah. But if you distract just long before that, and the child uh, knows, mm -hmm. um, they will feel safe, and you can prevent that. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, what do you have to say? about those kids who are too hyperactive how do we correct that behavior because yeah. it gets people irritated you know yeah a child yeah. may be hyperactive to <laughs> the parents that's the way they want it but yeah. when the child comes to the outside uh, environment where he or she will meet other people yeah. and they are still being hyperactive yeah. it can be very offensive yeah you know that well uh, it depends on what age the child is. I mean, what, from what that age, think? from the age we are talking about. From one. Yeah, when a child is too energetic, too active, yeah. you know, and you are, you are expecting this child to be calm a yeah. bit. Yeah? You, you, as a mother, you look at your child, You just the looking is enough to make this child know, my mom is not happy with me. But most of them don't read the eyes. They cannot even look at the, they can't read through the eyes of their mom to 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 check themselves mm -hmm. so they carry the hyperactiveness and affect every other person in the environment yes but of course a child is only a child yes. and there's a, there's a lesson for the parents to to manage that and uh, the, it's important that I always think that children have a natural ability to move a lot and I think as a parent we should know that and mm -hmm. should not expect a baby or a little child only 
only to sit. So there should be a good balance in mm -hmm. between making the child tired and by moving, by mm -hmm. exercising, mm -hmm. by <clears throat> letting it go outside mm -hmm. with you, like um, playing a lot is very important. And if there is a balance between the playing, the moving and the activity, mm -hmm. the outdoors activity, then the child will also have moments that in between it has it needs to sleep uh, and also find the calm to sleep mm -hmm. and also knows when uh, has calm moments. Yeah. yeah? Of yeah. course, it's not completely controllable and every child is different, but um, it's important that you uh, accept the nature of your child and if you have a hyperactive child, you need to spend time to play and to go outside and to make it move. And then that should be combined by training it bit by bit to be calm yeah. at the moments that it's expected to be calm. So is that Sitting the, on the table, being yeah. with other people. Uh, but is that the best corrective measure here? Yes, What I you think just so. Explained? Yeah, I think you cannot just um, a child that is active. You cannot just all the time refrain it, put it down, and say sit still, sit, because a child will not by itself. It will move. <laughs> so it's important to do things that they get tired. You know that mm. they 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 can uh, move. You can go uh, outside to the play garden, or mm -hmm. you can go and do baby swimming with them, or you can really. And, and that's also important for your interaction, your credibility as a parent, that they yeah. will start listening to you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what corrective measure would you suggest to for a child that is uh, having a sporadic emotion? Yeah. Sporadic emotion could be, for example, that they get a tantrum. Huh? At this age, they can get become extremely um, 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 angry. For yeah. example, yeah. And lay down on the ground, or they can hold their breath. Sometimes it's called hold the breath. Hold the breath, and they get so angry that they like, and they go and they forget to breathe because they cannot hold their emotions. <laughs> For a parent, it's very difficult, and yeah. but still, is most of the cases the child will always start breathing again, but it's very difficult for parents. So. I always say, like, um, around the two, these, this behavior will start. Mm -hmm. And um, it's very important that you as a parent don't start to be reacting, panicking, uh, start to be emotional, but be calm, lead your child, say it's fine, I see you're angry, come with me, it's fine, take it easy, and distract it. Really? Yes. So you have time to be saying this in the supermarket when a child no, has not you know, embarrassed this <laughs> lying on the floor sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's true. I think it's inevitable that that sometimes happens, you know. But you can anticipate, for example, if you have had a condition like that, you can say, okay, now if you are fine, you can sit in in a carriage of the of the, and you can make a game out of it. So, like, if you are doing fine, you can help me. But if you're like, you know, like if this happens again, yeah, then of course there's no other way than to get out of the supermarket as quickly as possible. <laughs> All the parents know, but you, you, uh, there's always space to learn. Huh? Yeah. It doesn't say that there's something wrong with the child. Mm -mm. It's, it's not wrong with the child. No. It's like how we deal with children. And we have to realize that the children are put into situations like supermarkets where there are a lot of choices, where many things happen. It's an unnatural situation and it's so much input and uh, on, on high on eye level of the children they put the, <laughs> the, the merchandise, the candies, the frozen um, uh, chocolate sprinkles and everything. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a challenge for parents. Yeah. And, um, 
knowing this and knowing your child will make you that you or at some moment decide maybe not to go to the supermarket with your child or play a game and say like okay you, I know this can happen mm -hmm. you get um, if you do well in the supermarket after supermarket you get something from me like a carrot or you we do something nice or yeah. we cook together or yeah. you can choose what we eat tonight so you make the child in a positive way being there and then um, bit by bit you get out of those tantrums and those uh, situations really yeah <laughs> well parents who are out there listening to this broadcast we are on corrective uh, possibilities for children with nutritional deficiencies so join us and uh, give us a call on 020-377-0203-377-619 and if i can say something more about the hyperactivity mm -hmm. i think it's also very important that children get enough sleep children who sleep too little mm -hmm. have the tendency to show their yeah. tiredness by hyperactivity and people often don't recognize that they think it's hyperactivity but it's in the end it's tired mm -hmm. and some children just don't fall asleep but they become hyperactive and impossible yeah and get tantrums but in the end they need to sleep so it's important to recognize that as a parent in time yeah yeah okay do you yes okay what do you have to say regarding to how do we correct um, their delayed speech syndrome yes how to correct it yeah corrective measure it? yes corrective yeah. measure for that well if 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 there is already delayed speech yeah, yeah mm -hmm. there uh, in generally um it will be recognized by a doctor or by a nurse where you will come mm -hmm. uh, and then uh, logopedia will be advisable yeah, to mm -hmm. train to train the speech ability yeah um, but preventing the speech delay is mm -hmm. more into talking a lot with your kids uh, making eye contact talk already as a baby is important yeah. we know yeah so baby already are susceptible to sounds and words okay although they don't speak themselves um, um, be aware if they hear well you know that they yes. don't have if ear infections can play a role in having delayed speech but how do you determine that how do you determine that how because, do I determine yeah, when, when yeah, the child well, has an ear infection yes no that oh. the child is not uh, hearing well, hearing well. Yeah, it's difficult sometimes. Sometimes you only notice when the child has delayed speech that that there's a hearing uh, okay. low uh, problem, light problem with that. Yeah. Sometimes you see children that have <coughs> frequent ear infections. Yeah. You know, or big tonsils and have their mouth open and have all the time um, runny nose. And those children can have a lot of uh, slime in the behind the eardrum oh, okay. and they can sometimes hear less and they start talking later and talking less clear because okay. they don't hear very clear so they don't talk very clear yeah so that can happen um, another thing is sometimes even in the baby age you can see that children uh, don't follow your uh, because f uh, babies are really triggered on the mother's voice mm -hmm. and if they don't hear well they will not follow the voice of the mother they will not react to yeah. that okay so you can also and of course even before that at the first uh, week of birth mm -hmm. there will be a nurse coming at home who checks the ear with the echo yeah yeah so yeah, yeah, there are yeah. many ways to, to check to, to be on top of that yeah <laughs> um, so that's with the delayed speech. Uh, 
yeah. yeah but 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 then um we are only focused on um the 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 the, the children or the mothers who are in this western part of the world please permit me to just take you a little bit far those there are some people in rural areas yeah. who do not have medical opportunities like what we have here so if they have children and they want to dictate whether a child can hear very well how would they be able to do that yeah one of the things will be um that you mean if there's no doctors around you yeah. know because you know in third world countries it's not very easy no, to have a doctor coming to your home to check a child and do this and do that yeah, be very aware if the child reacts to sounds okay you know? like so if you if as a baby you already see it's not following you uh, it's not following what if you say something it's not reacting uh, then there might be something with the hearing. Mm -hmm. If there is uh, frequent ear infections, that might affect the hearing. Yes. If, uh, that you can notice. And if you, um, if the child's a little bit older, mm -hmm. and you are, and the child is looking at something, you're standing behind, for example, and you, you, um, how do you say it, fluisteren? How you, how you say that you speak very Slow. soft, yeah, like, yeah. like this, mm -hmm. and you see if the child can hear you. Yeah. It's not hear you. Sometimes it says something about the hearing ability. Can also be a concentration problem. Yeah. Okay. But if you really think, okay, it's like, I, I, do you want the candy? You know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Then uh, <laughs> you know. Then it will not be hearing if it doesn't react. Yeah. So there will be. Th these are ways to find out. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. 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 Okay. Um, are there other areas you would like to touch? Yes. The flatter, <laughs> <laughs> the flathead syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> what is the corrective uh, possibilities yeah. for that? Yeah, there, there. Fortunately, there are corrective possibilities because it's a syndrome that is detected very early. Mm -hmm. uh, after birth, you can see if the child has a preference w uh, of how the head is laying, yeah. and then as a consequence, there can be a flat head because of that. Yeah, so the challenge is to make the child move more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And one of the things you can do is, uh, um, um, you know, not only give the like the bottle on this side, for example, that the child mm -hmm. looks the same way. Yeah. But also this side take it on the other hand, or you know, just change the positions of the child while mm. it's drink drinking or while yeah. it's sleeping. Yeah. Uh, during sleeping, you can also put the head back to the the other opposite position where it likes to lay down. Mm -hmm. Another option is that you play during um, uh, the first months that the child, uh, after every, you know, once in a while, five minutes, like four or five times a day, five minutes on the belly, that it starts moving its head up and that it's like uh, strong in the head so that it can easily uh, move the head to different uh, ways. Yes. yes. And that means that uh, that way you can easily correct it and the head should be. And, um, have more uh, should come back to normal yeah yeah and if that doesn't work there's a physiotherapist that we refer to yeah but again if you talk about rural areas yeah that's uh, then it's important to you know make the child move both ways mm -hmm. both ways yeah. uh, so are there are there some ages that this child can reach and then it's not corrective anymore there, there is one condition um, that can happen after a, a, a birth that the child has had like a little bleeding in the um, in the um, in the one of the um, 
Vin? Is no, it not the veins, but the, the muscles. The one muscles. of the muscles. Okay. And if this muscle is affected, then sometimes a child... But that ch- a child like that also has like um, another position of the head. It's like also with one ear closer to the shoulder all the yeah. time. Oh. And that has to be operated. But that in general is uh, is quite obvious to see for yeah. parents. Yeah. So in most cases, I really... 99% of the cases... It's just because the head is not moving both ways and you have to stimulate that. Yes. And that will be uh, the way to go. And then it's corrected m- most of the cases before the first year. Mm-hmm. Finally, doctor, yeah. talk, talk to us about correct, um, the cavity. Yeah. Which ways can it be corrected? The, the, well, the cor- if the cavities are already there, of yeah. course, you yeah. have to see a dentist. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but to prevent the cavities is by uh, the bottle feeding. Um, um, as soon as the, 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 the teeth come up, yes. start cleaning them. Start cleaning them with a little brush and a little bit of toothpaste for baby, for babies or water. Wow. Mm-hmm. And after um, uh, and don't give in the bottle any sugar, or don't give in the bottle any sugar-holding drinks to the child. Uh, as soon as the child can drink with a cup, give it a cup okay. instead of a bottle, mm-hmm. because the bottle can really affect the teeth. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Any 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 contribution from outside? The fathers who are here, no? All right. So what what can you look into the camera and tell the mothers who have watched this program, what do you really want them to, to take away from all that you have spoken today? Yes. I think the most important thing is that be aware that the first two years of your child are very important years. Mm-hmm. It really uh, will set the tone and the footsteps for their regulation, how they manage their energy, how they manage their sleep, how they learn to uh, manage their emotions. And it's very important to be there as a mother, be responsive to your child, see what's happening, mm-hmm. and don't try to um, 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 correct everything you see or worry about with food. Okay, you know? yes, hunger that's is a good hunger. one. That's what they need. Yeah. But um, crying, having pain, being uncomfortable or being upset has to be corrected by being there with love and not with food hmm. or candies. Yes, candies. And I think that's yeah, very important. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very easy to say. Hmm. I know the practice is not that easy, but try to recognize your child in that. So are you and saying that? It back. Are you saying when a child is really crying for candy, they shouldn't give the child candy? If if a child is really already able to speak and say, I want candy and insisting of course it's better mm-hmm. not to give candy yes, that, it's not the way also because if yeah. you give it then yeah. they will say okay I'll make a tantrum next time again for candy and they will be they will be you know they win they win the battle you know so let them not win that battle yeah. just say okay not now and not when you scream like this Yes. One candy a day. Every time we make a nice time, we sit on the table, yeah. drink something nice, and you have a nice candy. You can choose something, and that's it. Okay. Make a positive, nice moment, and the rest can be fruit or vegetables or other things. And then you are telling the parents not to, the mothers not to give their children sugary um, drinks. Yes. Not no. Not too much of sugar Not drinks. too much, no. I okay. would also regulate that as candy once a day and not more. Mm-hmm. And don't put it in a baby bottle. So that will really affect the teeth of the child. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Jinaria Hamed. <laughs> You've been a blessing today. Bye. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Oh.
Well, we just landed safely with that beautiful program. We'll be just uh, treating you to this music as we say bye-bye to you. And we look forward to seeing you again by this time next week. We, we trust you have enjoyed this broadcast and uh, you'll continue to visit our website, radiovoiceofniger.org, to, I mean, uh, download some of uh, our broadcasts and uh, play them and give compliment to Radio Voice of Niger. So, until next week, We'll come away again next week. we we'll say bye-bye. Take good care of yourself. And remember, you can contact us on 0684-606-550. God richly bless you.